Welcome everyone to Car Thoughts with David, and uh, I've got a very special uh, interview uh, for you guys uh, with Anton Araldi, and uh, he is the author of Insights from Professionals, as well as he has a vlog on YouTube uh, called The Antoine Araldi Show, and um, very, very happy to have him on the show, and Antoine, if you just want to uh, give a brief uh, introduction, and uh, we'll get started. Yeah, so I'm Antoine. I'm a ghostwriter. I have a vlog on YouTube. And basically, I also coach people on writing their first books. Very cool. Very cool. So, and, uh, you know, I haven't actually uh, read your book yet. I, I just actually uh, uh, ordered it. So I'm looking forward to that because I am also a uh, recent author. <laughs> nice. So any, any uh, insight I can glean from anybody is always helpful. And I'm sure anyone who is a writer uh, can definitely uh, agree with that or somebody who's aspiring to be an author. There's a lot of little things you have to uh, you know, have to figure out as you go. And it's always good to have somebody who's kind of walked the path before you. So um, what actually got you into this, uh, into this line of work of being a ghostwriter and, and having this vlog and everything? What actually got you started with that? Yeah, for sure. So for the vlog, it was an extension of the book, basically, because the book is a series of interviews with different professionals in that the vlog was something I had started before and I wanted to transform it uh, into a book, but with different people. So it's different people than on the vlog. So it's very exclusive. And basically the vlog was to learn about different careers. Uh, I was still in university back then. So I was still learning more about all these different careers out there. And I wanted to learn it uh, first, like from the experts basically. So that's how I started the vlog. I just started filming myself. I had a camera, filled myself with my computer and it started from there. Very cool. Very cool. And, and, um, you know, that's really kind of the bulk of it really is just going out there and taking what other people have done, learning from that, and then just applying that and taking action. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, and I'm sure you probably get this question as well as, you know, how did you get into this? What made you decide to start it? And, uh, I mean, that's really it is just finding what works for you, and, you know, moving forward with that. So, um, so as far as uh, what you do with the vlog and and the um, the book, um, you're you're trying to help people learn about writing writing their first book um, and trying to you know build those. Uh, let's see, uh, you consult with businesses through their thought provoking content blockages. So um, walk me through some like maybe you can share some examples of how you do that for people. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people want to write books, but they don't really know uh, the whole process, right? From starting with an idea to having a published book. So basically, I, I walk them through the entire process and it takes them about 90 days for them to write the first, their first draft of their book. So we're talking here about nonfiction, but it can still be applied to fiction writers as well. So basically, within a 90-day period, they get to know how to go from an, an idea to getting it published and learning everything about marketing it and what to do after. So basically it's a, it's basically a, a walkthrough program that helps them just learn every single step in order for them to write a chapter, at least at least one chapter every week, if not more. Very cool. Yeah. And that's the one thing I, I've found is important is just having that consistency when you're writing, 
you know, taking that time, actually making time to actually write because, you know, if you, if you step away from that pattern, <laughs> you're going to stop writing. And then the next thing you know, you're going to be like months have passed. And you're like, Oh yeah, that's right. I was writing a book back in June and Oh my goodness, it's October. <laughs> yeah. So it's very, it's very essential for you to have a deadline when you're writing a book because a lot of people want to write books. They sometimes they start, they, I had many people tell me I wrote a, I started writing a book about a year ago, two years ago, and then they never published it or they never really finished it. So this is a program made for them to actually complete it and have someone that can keep them accountable throughout the process because authors have, you know, they have, they have lives of their own. They have other things to do. So they don't have time to only write every single day or, you know, on a consistent basis. So they need someone that can help them keep them accountable throughout the process. Very true. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that was huge. Um, I know as far as, you know, setting out a goal, like, okay, I'm going to have this book written by this date and then having people accountable. And I think that's brilliant what you're doing because you're offering that life coach, writing coach, you know, process to say, okay, let's drill this down. Let's nail this down. Let's get this book written. I'm going to make sure you stay on track and, you know, let's do this thing. You've always dreamed of writing. Yeah, for sure. Because I started writing when, cause I didn't answer one of the questions. I actually started writing back in university where I, I wanted to basically, I got in as a part-time student and I didn't really know where I was heading. So I decided to take courses here and there. And I took two English courses. My grades were, were pretty good. So from there, I wanted to learn how to get better at writing. That's where it started, basically. And for that, I hadn't really, I wasn't reading any books or anything like that. Um, I was doing other things such as like graphic design, art, and uh, everything was pretty much artistic. And then I had like these odds here and there. So basically I had all these odd jobs here and there. And then when I got to university, I wanted to really focus on something. So when I got those grades back and I knew that my writing was actually good, I actually wanted to get better at it. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I think that's essential too, is a lot of people think like I have to stick with one thing um, when I'm being creative. And that's something I've also found in my own life was, you know, I kind of bounced around in different uh, disciplines and then landed in writing kind of almost by accident um, because I started writing posts talking about other things I was working on. Yeah. Wow, this is really inspiring. You should keep going. And, um, you know, I kind of started writing my books from there. So, you know, I was kind of on that same path of just trying to find my place in creativity and uh, writing found me uh, pretty much like what we described. Of course, my grades in school were much worse. I got really bad grades in English, um, but uh, you know, I've since improved over the years. Um, so that's why writing didn't come to me as soon. But you yeah, know, I understand. Definitely understand where you're coming from there. So yeah, I'm going to give you another piece of advice because a lot of people they might they might not feel confident as a writer, and basically I didn't feel confident as a writer because. Before, like my last year of university, my grades were very poor, and I would say that I wasn't that good of a writer, but now I've gained more confidence, not only because it's 
it doesn't really depend on grades or anything like that. It depends on who is editing your work as well, because you can learn, a, you can learn a lot about writing when you have a great editor and a great editor is going to help you refine your work. So even if you're struggling at times, maybe with just like grammar or punctuation, things like that, your editor is going to help you out. So it's really like a good way to test your writing. So basically you write, you write your book, you have an editor basically tell you where you can improve. So as soon as you see the transition between your work where you first started to having an editor proofread and edit it and everything and refine your work, then you see that, oh, well, I'm not a bad writer. I just need help with editing. So basically when you have an editor, everything changes from there. Absolutely, yes. And taking your work apart like an editor does definitely uh, helps you know, build that knowledge and that confidence because he might say or she might say, well, yeah, this sentence was really good. You were just missing, say, some punctuation here or this word should have been this word, you know, grammatically, things like that. So you're like, oh, okay, well, that was simple. That's just something small I missed. Okay, cool. So you can kind of also, like you said, grow in your writing because you have this person like point out like, you know, you did good, you know, just a few things here and there. Let's move this around and it'll be perfect, you know, so you yeah. can kind of learn that way as well. And uh, actually, to that point, uh, Benjamin Franklin was actually a terrible writer as a child. His father actually came to him and said, you shouldn't write anymore. Um, you know, you're not any good at it. I think he was like 12 or 13 at the time when his father told him this, and he's one of the most prolific and well-known writers in American history. Um, aside, you know, Thomas Jefferson and, and um, uh, John Adams and some of these other people and to come from son, you shouldn't write anymore. You're not good at it to uh, him learning and teaching and tear, tearing apart everything that he wrote and figuring out how to improve it. So he became you know, well known as well. So that's also important to the story you just shared. So as far as um, do you do any editing for people or is it just more of the, um, yeah, I know it's a, uh, you're a ghostwriter, but as far yep. as like just the, the base editing, things like that as well. I, I can do a proofreading and then I just do ghostwriting because I'd rather have someone who's a professional editor do it. Um, it's much easier for me to ghostwrite than to edit. And it only takes two people to do that. Basically you need a ghostwriter and an editor and then you have your story. So basically it just takes one more person. And I'm completely fine with that because I know that sometimes when I'm just writing out, sometimes I, I miss something and then the editor can fix it. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. And I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, very important too, is, uh, you know, if you, you know, look, knowing where your strengths and weaknesses are and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely no editor. I'm more of a, <laughs> more of just a writer and a, you know, if anything, a ghost writer, but, um, yeah, I definitely know that editing's not my strong suit, um, for sure. Um, and I know you also uh, like co-author as well. It said on your site. Uh, so how do you work with people as far as co-authoring goes? Yeah, so I actually have a book right now where it's uh, it's a book built with co-authors. So basically, I'm the main author, and I have other co-authors join the 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 movement. Basically, it's a book where they can write a chapter. And they can share their, their strategies, their stories. They can share how to grow in business and in, in their industry as well. So it's really a book that is more collaborative. 
And I'm also a co-author in the international best-selling book, Magnetic Entrepreneur by Robert J. Moore. And that's a book about sharing your uh, magnetic story. So basically you share, you have about 4,000 words to share your story. And in that, it's another co-authored book where he gets many people to write their own chapters. Very cool. Yeah. And that's actually, uh, I've actually read that book uh, just recently. Uh, another uh, friend that I have that I know through LinkedIn, uh, Errol Erdeman, uh, also uh, wrote in that book and he sent me yep. a copy of it. Yeah, I'll be in the, I'll be in the other version that's going to be coming out maybe in a month or so. I'm not too sure. Okay. So you'll be in the, the next volume. I think he, uh, Robert was saying there was going to be like five volumes uh, in yeah. total. So. Yeah, he's planning to do multiple uh, multiple volumes for it, and he's making sure that this time that he might be removing the, the volume aspect of it, so he might just be rebranding it as Magnetic Entrepreneur. Gotcha. Okay, very cool. And yeah, I, mean, I think that's also something that's very cool concept for somebody who might be a little timid as a writer, is to yep. get into something, a project like that, co-authoring, because you get a chapter, you're done, you know, you wrote your bit, it's in someone else's hands, they put the book out, and guess what? You're published. You're actually a and, Yeah, and you're an international best-selling author as well once that happens because Robert pushes his books um, um, quite a lot. So basically, as soon as you're published with them, you become an international best-selling author. So if you write a book of your own, you can actually mention that you're an international best-selling author of Magnetic Entrepreneur. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's very key for a lot of people because that adds obviously a lot of cachet. So any book that you write, you know, now you're, you've got that, that you can attach to it. And people are like, wow, this guy wrote a book with these people. He's an international bestselling author. You've done this little chapter that you've written and now your other books can grow and um, hit higher numbers because of the fact that you have this uh, title that you can now use. Yeah, and it's also a good, good way to brand yourself because let's say you're writing for a co-authored book such as my own or Robert's, you can basically have a chapter in there, but as soon as that book releases, you might have a book of your own that's releasing as well, maybe like a month or two after. So you're getting more content out as you, as you keep going. Absolutely, and when people search for your name, they can see look he's in, he's got this book he's co-authored this book you know so you get more hits on the search results as well so that's all yep. and um that's that's super huge i'm uh i've actually been working on some ideas and stuff like that for short stories uh, for nice and um you know it's just something that after reading a magnetic entrepreneur i kind of got this idea where well let's try it in the fiction world let's kind of build something like that because i know a lot of people I said, I'd love to write a fiction book. I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that's really the biggest hurdle is people think there's all these gates that you have to cross through. And they just get kind of timid and, and uh, they wrote everything or they've wrote a lot and then they stop because they're like, well, I don't know what to do next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I've actually written a short story uh, myself and basically I had someone teach me like the, the whole process of writing a short story and novel. So I get like a template of it and you have a general idea. You also search online for how to write a novel. There's many, many resources out there. So for fiction writing as well. Oh yes. Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of great, um, you know, writers that have, uh, um, 
you know, published works where they've actually talked about writing like the three parts of a story, um, you know, the hero journey, the, yep. the, um, you know, all these different things that can apply to both nonfiction and fiction. I spent a lot of time researching that before I started writing any of my books. And, um, you know, it's, there's a ton of resources, basically anything you ever want to know. And of course, wonderful people like yourself who also teach <laughs> and provide uh, you know, guidance and, uh, and so there's such a wealth of resources. So there's really no reason for anybody who has a desire to write a book to not write one. I think. Yeah, I mean that's that's really the, the the amazing part about writing is it's so accessible nowadays that anybody can do it. You don't have those, um, you know, those roadblocks like you used to have. And then it can open you up other things like uh, speaking engagements or other um, opportunities that you might not have been available for or even considered for um coming up you know i would imagine that um you know you've had speaking engagements from your book and, and from your blog and stuff as well right yeah um I, i'm actually a, a found a co-founder of an event myself so i i've i also have a platform where speakers come to um the city of montreal and they come and speak on stage for them to share their stories so basically, it's a good platform for entrepreneurs to share their stories. And I've created a platform because even if you're a published author, sometimes you don't really know how to land these speaking gigs right away. So making your own event can sometimes be something that you can do for yourself. So if you don't know how to, if you don't know how to get something, I always say go and do it instead, right? It might cost you a little more, but at least you're doing it. Yeah, that is, that is so important because... You know, a lot of people don't. They they just think, oh, well, I can't find anything in my area. I guess, um, yeah, I guess it's just not going to work out, or maybe I need to go somewhere else. And yeah. um, they just never really think of of like checking into it beyond that, or or coming up with an event on their own, because there are plenty of places where you can do um, different things. Like for instance, one of the local coffee shops, they found out I was writing a book, and they want to have a book signing. You know, at their coffee shop, once my book, um, science fiction, comes out, and that's going to cost me a dime. They're happy to do it, and so I'm going to speak about my book reading, and it's just something that I was like, yeah, of course, that's perfect advertisement for the book. That gives me an opportunity to speak, it gives me a platform. Um, you know, and and that's something that that I think a lot of people really, when they write a book and release a book, and go out and find those types of opportunities like. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, that opens up, you know, other speaking opportunities. I'm sure once the entrepreneur comes out, you'll be able to speak uh, or be asked to speak much more, you know, around the area. Yeah, the, book, yeah. A lot. the more you have out, the more you have out there, the easier it gets because people can see your name. The more your name comes out, like people keep thinking about you. So, you know, you'll, you'll definitely have more opportunities that way. Absolutely, absolutely. And as far as as far as having your name out there, I mean, um, you know, what type of marketing or, or ideas do you have around uh, marketing said book once somebody uh, releases it? You know, what's the best yeah. way to hit that? Yeah, so there's there's different ways you can do ads on Facebook, or if you don't want to put money like that, you can also uh, work with influencers and have you just send them their book so they can you know promote it. 
have other people promote it. So there's multiple ways of doing it. If you want to just like do a book signing, like you said, or you can definitely do ads. Ads would be the a good way for you to get your name out there as well, outside of your city or area. So basically it depends on how much, how far you want to take it. So that, that would be really the, the thing I would say. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, the Facebook ads are actually pretty reasonable price wise. Um, they look really good. I actually did a couple ads myself for uh, my podcast and uh, saw them pop up on Instagram and was instantly excited <laughs> to, to see them. And they looked really good. And I was like, wow, all I had to do was say, yeah, go ahead and share this out. Put in a dollar amount of how much yep. I want to spend and how long I wanted to run. And Facebook did the rest. It was basically a no thought um, exchange. And it reached a lot of people. And, um, yeah, so definitely that's, that's something I'm really behind as well. And, um, I always like to get insights from other people because you know, I'm talking to them on the show by myself and you know, some people might think, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, have someone else say, yeah, you know, doing ads like this, this is pretty good, pretty good idea. You know, then, you know, kind of legitimizes because I try and help people, you know, figure some of this stuff out. That's what the show is all about is to kind of yeah. build, um, people's confidence that they start doing things like blogs or writing or you know whatever whatever the case may be to get out there and actually share their story because some of really popular right now um, i'm sure you can test that with people you're working with there's a lot of people out there really doing that. yeah i i learned how to do i'm i'm learning how to do ads right now with the uh, sam ovens program the accelerator program so basically that's where i'm learning most of these insights so i'm still learning myself so I'm learning how to position the different images, uh, having the right copy, like different things like that, where it gets people more intrigued, I guess, with the ad, I would say, than just your typical ad of someone selling you something. So basically you learn through that program, you actually learn what they actually give you like headlines to use, how to like modify headlines, modified scripts and things like that. So that people are very intrigued when they see your ads. So that's what I've been learning a lot. I've been learning a lot also about personal branding so that as soon as someone says your name, they know exactly who you are and what you do. So that like when you create your ads, they say the best thing to do is you create your ads from a, uh, like a professional page, but your own with your own name instead of a, instead of like the name of the book or the name of your company so that everything goes back to you. So everything ties back to you so that more people, recognize your face and people say that like personal branding and like marketing with your face more than anything else is stronger than if you're branding with your company's name and logo. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think, I think that really ties into like a lot of people are, I hear online talking about, uh, you know, being H to H instead of B to B, you know, being yeah. human to human. And that's very important because people want to buy from somebody they trust. They don't want to buy from some faceless organization. Uh, uh, small businesses are growing bigger than they've ever been before, um, more popular. And um, you know, people want that human connection. They want to know the person behind the book, the product, the whatever. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. That's very, very vital is, is leading with yourself what you do, what you are, and what you offer instead of leading with what you offer, what you do yourself. Yeah, because sometimes I, I tell people like, 
you probably don't even know the name of my company, but you're, you're still one of my, like, you're still interested in what I do and things like that. So some of these people don't even know, like the name, the name you registered your company and things like that. So people know what you do, but they don't know the, the name of your company that's registered and everything like that. So I find it very interesting because it used to be the opposite. It used to be that people knew the company and didn't know the person behind it. Now it's kind of reverse. Very true. Very true. And I'm actually going to be putting your, because I think your website is a perfect case study for what we're talking about right now. So I'll definitely have the link to your, to your site on there, because that's, I mean, basically if you are listening to this and you want to know how to brand yourself, I think, Probably your site's one of the best I've seen so far, and I'm not just say that because you're you're a guest on the show right now. I've I've been to a lot of websites over the last six to seven months uh, as I've been doing podcast hosting and interviews, and I think yours really has like a huge um, personal punch in the face before you get to the actual um, you know content. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, and then, of course, with your with your show, I've I've watched uh, several episodes of your vlog as well, and I love the introduction to it and how you just kind of like bring people on the show and and introduce it and tell a their story and kind of play it back and forth on that. So, also have the for that as well because there's a lot of really great information. You can help people. That's another thing. I, and I, I, I'll let you expound upon this some, but yeah, that's, I think, another thing that's very important is also giving out information and sharing with people and letting them know what you're about and what you're doing and how you're doing it a little bit to kind of get them on the hook to bring them over and to be intrigued to your book to you know, follow your show, to you know, uh, take you on as a, as a um, you know, or so they can be a client and work with you. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, what would you like to learn more about? Oh, uh, just as far as like, um, you know, how you actually, uh, you know, how you brand yourself and how you use that to help you brand your business. It's a little- yeah, for sure. So it, it's all about creating connections. So basically I bring on people that I find interesting so that more people can learn through them and that if they want to work with me or with them, they, they know more about them. They know more about me. So it's a great way for them just to connect with more people. So it's really just a place of connection. That's basically what, how I built my YouTube channel. Uh, I built YouTube. My built, I don't have a huge following on YouTube, but I mean, so far, I've just built a lot of different interviews and having different people on, just like the book and just like the next book that I'm doing for the co-authored one is to have different people that people may or may not, may or may not know and that they can learn their story, they can learn what they do uh, within a small amount of time. So let's say in 20 to 50 minutes, they know who the person is and they can go and work with them or they can work with me, but they know exactly what they do and how they do it. So that's really the, the purpose of the show. Very cool. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I think you really touched on a good point there as well is that um, with the you may not have a huge following on YouTube, you know, cause a lot of people look and they're like, Oh, well, I don't have a million followers like this person, but the, it's the connections that matter. It's those interlinking connections that you make with people where people are willing to work with you or work with the people that are on your show that are valued. You know, you could have a million people that just thumb up every video you do. You actually have people that 
convert into clients for you or for people you're interviewing is really where the meat of it is. And you know, valuing those people is really important because they're the people that are helping you build you know, your business out as you go. But yeah, so I mean, you know, I just want to, you know, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. And I really appreciate you, you, uh, you know, reaching out and sharing uh, uh, with us today. Um, so as far as how to get in touch with you, of course, like I said, I'm gonna have the links in the show notes, but what's the best way for people to reach you or engage you um, online or to find you? Yeah, sure. They can add me on Facebook, my personal profile. So it's just my, my full name, Antoine Araldi, or on Instagram, Antoine underscore Araldi. I answer to all the messages on both platforms. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook, and email. I guess those are the best ways you can reach out and I'll see the messages and I'll get back to it for sure. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you again for, uh, for being on the show. I will get this uh, edited up and put out uh, tomorrow. Like I said, with all the show links and everything and uh, hope you have a great rest of your evening and thank you guys so much for listening to this interview. Thank you. Thank you. And car thoughts out.